episode 19 of this Warriors Lost podcast. Uh, Will Evans, I'm here with Brad Larking again. We're uh, a little bit fragile, even four days removed from our uh, boys' trip to Wellington. So um, bear with us, and yeah, we probably can't handle any criticism or anything like that. So if the podcast is a bit flat, just go easy on us, all right? Um, Brad, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, only just start, starting to come to terms with life again. Now, yeah, T- tough four days. We pushed the boat out. We really did push the boat out. Yeah, um, we yeah we sure did. But I guess we can take solace in the fact that it wasn't uh, Mark Coyne in Singapore level. Um, oh, oh yeah, no, no, no criminal, no yeah. criminal activity. But so that's something to be proud of. Well, the only only people we offended was ourselves, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, so uh, we'll be we'll bounce back. Just needed this week to to get through, and um, yeah, and the silver lining, of course, is the Warriors had a win for us while we're up there. They're going all right. Aren't they going all right? They got a lot of players out too. A lot of players out. Yeah, it's, and it's ticking off little victories. Yeah, uh, last five they've only lost one, which is. Pretty good, really. Um, they're not playing super impressive, but as you said, they had a few guys out. Tor Harris, obviously, still out, and uh, yeah, un- unrecognisable three quarter line. Beer Lashford and uh, the new guy Adam Pompey. So to get a win like that, um, I thought was pretty decent, really. It was. It was. Fords are still rolling their sleeves up again at the moment, aren't they? Blair's yeah. still on. All of a sudden, found form roll. Yeah. Um, Lisa Armour is is going good. He hasn't missed it. He's he's had a perfect defensive record for five of his last six games. Hasn't missed a tackle in the, in five of his last six. Has he now? So that's something. Got how many tackles does Leeson get through in a game? Um, around about the thirty mark, twenty five to thirty. Yeah. yeah that's something I've never taken notice of as a defensive game. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you know he's not a big hitter or anything, but he's he's not missing any, which is important in the middle. So. Yeah, and I think uh, with a couple of those calls that went against them, a couple of tries to the Sharks that probably shouldn't have been given, definitely one that was a shocker, um, you know, to come back and win from fairly late with an eight-point deficit, um, good sign, and a field goal. Yeah, that's nice. It's good. Um, very, very good. Blake Green now the only... Warrior in the squad with a first grade field goal to his name, and it was just the second time since 2009 that the Warriors have kicked a deadlock breaking field goal to win a game by a point. So that shows you okay. how how uh, tough it is. The only other time was uh, Sean Johnson last year when he knocked those two over against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was that was epic. Those two against the Raiders. Yeah. But yeah, no, good on Green. They're just yeah, it's it's nice not griping. It's really nice. I can't say I remember to be honest too too much of said game, and I haven't been able to catch a replay. But it, it, what is nice is just ticking off wins and gathering points because we've been stressing how much this is the time we need to do it. Looking yeah. at our run and home. Um. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It was besides. Um being a bit boozy, it's not the greatest stadium to watch a game of footy at. No, it's, it's actually, yeah, it was horrible. I sat there, well, both of us are not, haven't got the great 
greatest vision in the world. <laughs> and, and, and we were sitting there, and we're on side to the field, and it's sort of it's twenty five thirty before you even get to the sideline, yeah. let alone looking to the other sideline from there. And I I just couldn't see anything. So we actually we actually got in a taxi at halftime <laughs> and boosted to the Green Man Pub and caught the second half on TV, which was perfect. Uh, yeah. Um... And some yeah big second half moments there were. Um, what I probably took away from the game was how obviously Roger was as good as he's always been, but the rest of the spine stood up in some big moments. Um, Isaac Luke setting up Blake Green for a pretty dazzling solo try. Yeah. Um, Cody with an absolutely sensational try. I love that. Uh, just run hard, found the gap and and. Yeah, just desire got him there in the end, and that was absolutely crucial. Um, and then obviously Green with the match-winning field goal, so helped along by Andrew Fafita's absolute brain snap, of course. But yeah. we'll take it. Well, we will take it. Yeah, Green looked when he cut away on the angle like that, the way he sprinted through there, reminding me of Stacey Jones the way he used to <laughs> yeah. come back on an angle like that. Yeah, it was good, eh? Hey? Um, yeah. Obviously that. That back line, and it was and it was pretty wet as well. Um, back line wasn't offering too much, so going wide wasn't really doing much for them. And but they managed to find a couple of holes up the middle. Um, to beat Harris had another solid game off yeah, the bench. Yeah, coming on at hooker. I, yeah, we thought that, that Cody would be the the dummy half, but checked yeah. uh, Chanel in there, and he yeah, he's just a classy operator. It's, it's um, probably going to do him the world of good, actually fiddling the way, way in the team, just bits and pieces in different positions. It probably did make his footy knowledge a whole lot better when he comes in a bit more consistently. Yeah, um, and he's not, he's, he may get a run at 5-8 this week with Cody in a fair bit of doubt still. Um, but we'll see how that pans out. Uh, yeah, I definitely, obviously, I'd like Cody to be there for his game-breaking uh, ability, but have no reservations about Cody slotting in there at all. Nah, nah, agreed. Um, yeah, as we said, it's just been a... They've yeah, only lost one of the last five. It's the fifth straight game decided by four points or less. Two of those are golden point and another one-pointer. So it's been a fairly stressful month. But, um, yeah, come through Still, it with a few results. It's always nice climbing going up a ladder. Such a good feeling. Look yeah. at it. You check, you check the ladder on after the last game on Sunday, and it's, God, it's nice just seeing. Oh, even if it's one position, it's a nice feeling going up. Yeah, and to be one point outside the eight, I know that we've got a shocking run home, but to be one point behind the Knights, who you know they've had some pretty big moments this year, the Knights uh, still in the mix. Yeah, and it gives these games like this that they are winning. It gives you more confidence. Like we were scared to death of those last five games few weeks ago for now all of a sudden it's like well they can actually they're stringing together gritty solid wins yeah. and staying in the fight so they've got every chance of sneaking two or three of those last well, five exactly as yeah you think why can't we beat Parramatta this week why can't we you know get an upset over Canberra or Manly at home in the following yeah. two weeks and you know so suddenly you, you get those and so they're still saying that we need to win six of the last seven I'm not so sure I I, I can't be bothered. Do, are, but... I can't be bothered doing the math, but it's such a bottom-heavy comp that yeah. I think that I, less might be enough. I think I think for anyone from fifth to thirteenth, still is it's open. 
Yeah. It's so, so close between those teams. Well, the Eels are up in six. They're only three points ahead of us. Obviously, a and win this weekend would be huge. would only be a point shy of them. And so. you, you wouldn't be surprised if they dropped four in a row all of a sudden. Like they're, they're not no. that great of a team. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can get that win. Obviously, we'll talk about that during the preview shortly. Um, something that, uh, that needs to be brought up, but um, seven rounds to go, and over the last seven seasons, our record over the last seven rounds is 12 wins and 37 losses. So they'll obviously have to turn that streak around. Even last year, we... We uh, finished one win off the minor premiership, four wins from the last seven. Um, but yeah, they, they've sort of bucked the trend with this this little streak they're on at the moment, and hopefully. Yeah, out. yeah. There's been some tough watches those last few a few years back in there. Oh, Far yeah. out. Three uh, three losing streaks of seven or eight games, which is extraordinary. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's a long time that that makes waiting for next year that much longer when they're playing that shit yeah. you know what I mean extending the wait till next year by six weeks is horrible <laughs> yeah yeah just <laughs> stop the fight already yeah yeah um, I, I have to mention my TAB, TAB multi we talked about it off here but uh, yeah. we if you got got on our tips last week you would have gone pretty well uh, I put a multi on for all eight games Come up one short. The Cowboys yeah, couldn't finish off the Rabbitohs. And, uh, yeah, so... It was a bad tip, and that's not, that's not bad at all, Will. Uh, but, yeah, seven from eight. Got to be happy with that. Um, yeah, I got, I got six from eight, because I stupidly picked dogs in the Bronx. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah still, I'm not unhappy with six, though. Gee whiz, no. I have a lot more... Average, way worse than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm batting at 50% for the season... It seemed to be a form round, though, didn't it? It all sort of went yeah, form yeah, this round. Yeah, I guess so. To put a bit of a dampener on our, our uh, Nostradamus-like tipping. <laughs> um, Don't get cocky, kid. <laughs> um, moving on, there's a fair bit of signing and uh, recruitment target news swirling around the Warriors. Uh, you know how much we love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the first one was, it popped up. It's late last week, and I'm going to have a, a dig at this guy's name. Uh, young Storm Ford Tino Fa'a Suomali Awi. Um, I don't think that was too bad, actually. Um, but it could just as easily be horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> well, I, watched, I tried to watch several interviews with him um, to see if the uh, interviewer would say his name first to get a gauge on what it actually is meant to be and they just said oh, we've got Tino here so they won't even they won't yeah, even uh, have a go anyway he's a strapping young Ford who's come off the bench for about half an hour of the last two games uh, haven't didn't notice a hell of a lot of them but highly rated um, playing a lot with the Sunshine Coast team this year and now getting a crack at first grade and yeah apparently the Warriors are going really hard for him all he's, over him. He's think? a monster. He's a monster. Mm, he's definitely got the size. Absolute thing. monster. Um, what's his background? Is he a Kiwi? Uh, no, I think he's actually born in. I'm just going to bring it up, but I think it's he's born in Orange or somewhere like that, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, James Maloney's hometown. 
But yeah, yeah, there you go. Six foot six he is, um, 107 kgs. Some on descent. Um, yeah, went through the roosters lower grade. Oh no, his sorry, his his father was a roosters lower grader in the 90s. Um, yeah, but he's yeah born in uh, Queensland, so he's a gimpy junior. So yeah. Hey, 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 he's lay off him. <laughs> lay off him, buddy. I need to start calling him names already. The, uh, the Gimpy Devils, just to clarify. Um, uh, oh, oh, sorry, I thought... Hang on. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was scouted by the Broncos and down with the Storm now. And yeah, we'd love to get our hands on someone who's, who's been given the Craig Bellamy treatment. What age is this kid? Uh, he's 19. Oh, he's only going to get bigger, isn't he? Like that 105 kg gonna yeah. get more powerful six foot six did you say yeah yeah so he's uh, wow. nelson it's nelson the soft solomona type dimensions it um, is it is yeah scored two tries and junior kangaroos went over the junior kiwis last year um, yeah, yeah we should have a decent nudge at this shouldn't we we should well, we should have a chance if he's that young what sort of money is storm willing to throw yeah i, th- I guess it's all the all his advice will be stay at the storm get your yeah. best rugby league education um so it might be a tough sell for him but if he, yeah if he wants to um take the cash i'm sure the warriors will be the one yeah, yeah. No, no, interesting you're probably right though like he probably hasn't got many years of not being a starter at the storm in terms of the storm rotate second row is like nothing anyway they don't seem to yeah, they, they definitely do it very very well um but he does have some guys in front of him there whether he's happy to be a, a bench man for a few years or come here. Yeah. And, yeah. We'll see. It's nice to know that we're they are chasing someone. It would be a bit of a kick in the teeth to miss out on another good young Ford. But it is nice. I guess Proctor and Proctor and Tohu Harris sort of made a proof that Storm don't go into bidding wars with people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing point. in our favour. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess. It, We'll uh, model that one, obviously, with someone that potentially a better chance um, of coming over who does need a new club, or is likely to need a new club, is uh, Api Corusau from Manly. I really like this one. Mm. I really like this rumour. Yeah. Um, he is currently injured, but with uh, Finu coming along and leaps and bounds at Manly, he's a little bit surplus to requirements. Finu, proven 80-minute hooker. Um so yeah, there's, he could find himself playing reserve grade if he sticks around at Manly. Uh, plenty of clubs looking for a good hooker, Canterbury for one. Um, so I guess it just depends whether he'll, you know, wants to pull up stumps and, and take a new challenge as several Australian hookers have in the past. Thinking yeah, PJ yeah. Marsh, yeah, Nathan Friends, um, J- Jason Deeth. Yeah, Jason Deeth, Robbie Mears, Robbie Mears. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, George Gaddis. George Gaddis. <laughs> <laughs> Henderson. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> no, had, so, yeah, a lot of precedent there. He's, there is, there um, is. He's definitely got the, a lot of the qualities that we could do with a real lively dummy half. Um, yeah, solid enough defender, but just, yeah, but bit more dynamic. Um, yeah, but, he's, he's a clever player. A clever player. I guess if they do happen to nab him, that definitely means the end of the road for Isaac Luke of the Warriors, which a bit of a shame. He's, he's still got something, Isaac, but I guess... He has still got something, yeah. and it's a shame, but, yeah, I think yeah. next year, I think this is his final year, isn't it? Uh, it's shaping that way, especially if they can 
by someone. Um, yeah, the to mind the, the uh, irony there when Isaac Luke was uh, suspended out of the 2014 Grand Final. It was none other than a, a pretty much unknown Api Corosal that filled the number nine jumper for the Grand Final. So. Is that right? Yeah. Where else is Carousel banned? Is it just Rabbits, Pedro? Um, yeah, he did go to no. Penrith, didn't he? And he didn't do much there because they kind of went with Peter Wallace. Uh, oh, no, that's right. I think he struggled a bit for injuries. Yeah, 16 games, but didn't really find his feet there in a good team. Um, yeah, and it looked like his career is over, and then he went to Manly, and it sort of come right again for a while, didn't it? Yeah, he's been there for Is that four right? Seasons. Yeah. Yeah, four seasons now he's been at Manly and, and yeah, been a good player for them. But, yeah, we'll see. He was touted as yeah, a, no, I like... a New South Wales potential before Damien Cook started going ballistic last year. So, oh, No, yeah. I like that one. And then there's the, the other young fella that looked... Oh, sorry to skip no, no, to another one, that but one. That, that All Blacks son... Yeah, Rocco Berry. Um, Rocco Berry. So if you want to see a bit more of this um, young fella, we've got a uh, highlights video of his first 15 highlights up on the This Warrior's Life website. Head on over there. That's pretty impressive. Um, the the impression I got of him watching him was he was playing fullback mostly and a little bit of wing in, in rugby union, but the impression I got was almost like a, a Joey Manu type guy big strapping yeah. very tall and, and great ball skills um he's sort of chiming in um you know outside the center and putting wingers away so I, I yeah make a good that, that, video, that video it wasn't it wasn't dazzling stuff like the johnson and ponga type yeah, videos like no. state on your website but I, I, I was impressed by a young fella wanting to take it into contact and then getting a quality ball away after contact yeah Oh, and that, I, was, I was thinking like a Cam Murray, like a sick, maybe even a mobile oh, second yeah. rower type. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what if uh, what they do do with him. He's he's eighteen, so it's not um, you know he could be playing first grade next year quite easily if he. I'm not yeah. sure what sort of junior experience he's had in league. Um, I mean, he needs to adapt to the game and that sort of thing, but yeah, highly rated and. Um, but- yeah. I think what I'm excited, we were talking a couple of weeks ago how what is coming through from New Zealand, what are they finding out there? And yeah. now all of a sudden there's a something something sort of on the yeah. horizon to be excited about. Yeah, they have yeah, nabbed one off, off uh, Rugby Union and, yeah, and escaped the yeah, clutches of Australia. Yeah, um, his, his dad, Marty Berry, he's... Uh, he's I quite like my history of any sports, and he's he's quite a quirky one, Marty Berry. He played one test for New Zealand. He uh, came on for the dying seconds of, of a test against Australia in 1986, and that was his only test match. Um, did tour a couple of times, up to 93, but yeah, it was his only test. And he represented All Blacks from Wairarapa Bush. Which is, from Wairarapa Bush? Yeah, yeah, one of the last, last players to uh, come from one of those sort of t- tiny tiny unions to to play for the All Blacks so yeah she was in Hurricanes or- origin um, what's it Hurricanes what's yeah right? uh, Hurricanes original I think that was his last season of footy oh is that right he's in the original oh, okay. team in 96 yeah uh, yeah so that's all my Marty Berry facts I'm tapped out nice <laughs> <laughs> don't ask for anything else yeah. 
<laughs> uh, I reckon that's more than most people can spit out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's. Uh, was there anyone else that we've missed out on the the uh, recruitment roundabout? No, that's all. The, that's the that's the, what I know anyway. That's what I was keen to talk about. Yeah. The, the word is that Kurt Capewell has been has had a contract thrown at him, but he's not that keen to leave um, Sydney, I guess, or Australia. Um, so yeah, he would be a good signing, but not too bad. And yeah, Warriors will just keep poking around, I suppose. Yeah, no, keep yeah. keep having a sniff. Um, James Maloney announced earlier this week three year contract with Catalans. He's leaving Penrith with a year to go on his contract. Um, Interesting one, he's still got so much to offer. Yeah, no, jeez, he's just a whore, and he's got, he has got no, what's it called? <laughs> what's that thing? I can't even think of the word, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Lo- the, loyalty. Loyalty, <laughs> it's not at him, he doesn't care. He's a gun for hire. Yeah. He is, he is. He'll do well in the Catlins, imagine him on the wines over there. Oh, man. Imagine if he, uh, imagine if he can inspire them to a grand final, though, that would just be the, the, a, the topper. Yeah. Has any player, I was thinking about it before the the podcast, has any player gone to four clubs and had such an enormous impact at each and every one of them? Took the Warriors no. to a grand final when he was a total unknown when he turned up. First year at Roosters, Premiership. First year at Sharks, Premiership. The club's first Premiership. And uh, and he's done some pretty awesome things at Penrith. And a yeah. couple of, and during which time he's... Uh, Lead New South Wales to two straight series wins. Unreal. The only one that I could possibly think of, but probably still not even close to the success, would be Phil Blake. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, Phil but, Blake. Because, but the only thing they're the, probably the only two unloyal players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Phil Blake definitely the journeyman type, but didn't uh, win a premiership during his career. Um, oh, did he did, not win anything? Even nah, with the rabbits and all that. Yeah, he had minor premiership with the rabbits. Uh, grand. Two grand finals with Manly, but lost them both. Um, yeah, the one that oh. came to mind for me was Glenn Lazarus. He was just at the three clubs, was part of the, each of those clubs' first premiership winning teams, and he's sort of the benchmark. But to do it at four and have such a colossal impact is, um, yeah. What about John- Jonathan Wright? Yeah, well, John O'Wright, he, well, one of the all-time Warriors greats, obviously. Um, Bulldogs, Parramatta. Manly fans will remember him fondly, but um, yeah, just without that premiership ring, you yeah, just just edged out by Maloney. Um, so, but yeah, good, an incredible player. But when he turned up here in 2010, who could have thought that he would be one of the decade's most influential players? Yeah. If, uh, do you reckon? Who do you reckon would is better suited? Will be better, Blank Austin or James Maloney? Um, Two the Super League style of game. Yeah, I don't know. Austin is probably a more highlights real player, but Maloney will be more valuable, I think. Um, like he'll, you know, he's he's going to be amazing for for a team like yeah, yeah. And he wants, you know, he's a winner. And he'll want to, like, once he settles in, he'll want a title. And yeah, yeah. I wonder what Catlin try and do to build a squad around him. Yeah, don't sure who they've got on deck at the moment, but they've usually got some pretty decent expats. Yeah, they do. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it'll be interesting. He will do well. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's everyone... It's funny, because he was uh, pretty much... Um, earlier this season, he 
talked about he was on the scrap heap. Now look yeah. at some New South Wales and everyone's saying, oh, maybe Broncos should get him. Darren Lockyer saying Broncos should get him. Saying he'd be perfect for the Titans. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he would in both cases, though. <laughs> They're all fair, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I know it wouldn't happen, but he, you know, he'd be awesome at the Warriors. Um, it would be. Yeah, just looking at the Catalans list, they've got David Mead over there, Sam Moe's still running around for them. Um, not Sam Tompkins is there. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Greg Burdett, who I think is retiring, but he's there. Um, yeah, Kenny Yeah, Adams. he is retiring. Gee, the Warriors ruined Sam Tompkins' career, didn't they? Yeah, I actually thought his first season was okay, even though he couldn't handle the physicality of it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just that injury-ravaged second season was a shocker. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just sent his value through the through the floor. Um, yeah, wasn't great investment, was it? Especially when we no. had Kevin Locke here. Um, anyway, another p- possible retiree, there's talk Ben Maddalino, another Warriors great, is uh, might have to get medically retired. I see that. Um yeah, a bit of a shame. He you know, hit it off to the Tigers last year. He's barely played at all in 2019. And, yeah, talking about not getting value for money, he's been a bit of a bust for the Tigers. But he's played, he, hasn't he played, before that injury, he played something like 35 of the possible 36 games for them. I did too, yeah, okay. I've... And even in his career, it's a crazy stat in his career before that game. Yeah, of no, his so, possible games he could have played, he's only like missed. It's ridiculous how little the games he's missed. Yeah, so I think I'm just looking at his his career stats here from 2010 to 2016 for the Warriors. He played 20 plus games, a bit of an injury hampered start to that last season, and he played 16. But yeah, only missed one game for Tigers last year, and then he's been out injured since round 14. So I got oh. that wrong, but it probably shows how kind of anonymous he's been for them, which I thought he was pretty much that way for the last couple of seasons of the Warriors just kind of going through the motions really yeah he does and that's how anonymous he is I didn't even realise he was injured I thought he was still playing for the Tigers yeah. and I just wasn't seeing well, him I thought he yeah, that. yeah. Um, two time Warriors player of the year 20, uh, 2012 and 15 and, and he was my favourite player for a long time yeah, in the Warriors 205 games only one of a few to, to pass the 200 game mark so general warriors great but um yeah just seen, at one stage he was the best offloading front rower and the biggest hitter in the nrl and both of those parts of his game just went completely out the window yeah disappeared just sort disappeared. of turned into a toilet with very little impact yeah painful sometimes mm. But, uh, yeah, so he's going to fall just short of the 248-game mark by the looks of it. But great career, 23 tests for New Zealand. Um, grand final with us. Played every game that year. Yeah. Yeah. So enjoy retirement if that's what happens, Benny Matz. Yeah, um, no, he done, like I said, for years there, I know he's not the forward he was, but for years there, far out, he was my favourite on, yeah, on the park. Yeah, definitely loved having him in the lineup. Um, now I just wanted to very quickly bring up the transfer window it sounds like well, the NRL have been considering bringing in a, a transfer window for mid-season transfers and the RLPA is saying you know, what, if it's not broken why fix it I can't get the hysteria around 
what's wrong with the the current system. I I think it works fine. What's wrong with players switching mid-season if it's a mutual decision? Uh, I know, and sometimes yeah, I know the odd one. The clubs get a bit septic and cut them straight away, but mm. it's it's not a blight on the game at the moment. No, what and what what and uh, on three sixty, Paul Crawley brings it up constantly, saying that fans are fed up though seeing their player um, start a season and not finish it with the club, they they can't believe it. But with the mid-season transfers that happened this year, which one would you say the fans would have actually been even yeah. disappointed that the player left? Fan favourites aren't getting traded. No, That's exactly. Um, James Roberts, you know, he, he'd done a, he's probably the, the highest profile one that, that left and... He was uh, up to no good and not playing very well, so no one really cared. It was mutually beneficial. and I, I like the excitement of seeing a yeah. player swap their jerseys mid-season. It's a professional game. I like it. Oh, jeez, I can't wait to watch Dardadar this weekend playing for the Sharks, for his first game for the Sharks. Yeah, well, it was probably the most exciting thing that happened all season for the Warriors was Cody turning up, even if it hasn't. You know, delivered amazing results. It was still yeah, exciting. It hasn't been a failure as well, though. Mm. Um no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, no. it is. It gives those bottom teams of the battling. No, anyone that's for this transfer window, it's oh. just, just going to be just as much of a mess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be, you know, people dealing, wheeling and dealing in the background, so what's the point? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to tell the NRL that uh, we don't need one. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll fax them tomorrow. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, Tales of Runanga, what have you got for us this week? Tales of Runanga. This week, uh, we're going to put the spotlight on Jamie Gaskell today. <laughs> a, a fella called Jamie Gaskell. You probably actually met Gaz. Yeah, yeah. To this day, he's my best mate. Now, poor old Gaz, he wasn't a big, a big league fan at all. But because we're all in this small town, every other week we'd sort of... Um, Talk him into, come on, guys, you'll play. No, 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 come on, come on. And then you'd finally give it and go, right, I'll play. And poor bugger, because he was a big lad too, he was playing a game that he wasn't really into <laughs> and getting put in the front row and screamed at by us to run hard, the biggest and ugliest on the West Coast for 70 minutes a week. Oh, man. That's the West Coast then, as well. Yeah, that is, yeah that, that, horrible. <laughs> but, um... We used to go away, so Swampy features and Swampy, a previous tail uh, person, and that day he features. Well, each year we used to go away white baiting down. Uh, down. This is before we had kids. We'd, we'd cruise away and go white baiting for a week, called it cock week because we're hanging around. Just dicks are hanging there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so one year we head down. It's sort of just south of Fox Glacier. And it's got this accommodation. Now, as you can imagine, the accommodation's not going to be the flashiest down there anyway. But um, at the accommodation, there was all these little, like, huts, like little dog hut things. And then there was a main house. And if you got the main house, you were macking, even though it was a piece of shit. <laughs> so one year we managed to nab the main house. And we were there for seven days. And we could only get it for four, four, um, four nights. And it was the year, actually, St. George. Who did St. George lose in, or win in the final? What was that uh, year? Roosters? Roosters in 2010, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was, that was that year because we watched it in this house. Oh, yeah. But in, anyway, we only got this house for, um, 
four days and then the owner said, oh, and then uh, some other guys had booked it out for the last three. And we're like, oh, dicks. So instantly we hated these new dudes coming. So for four days we were sort of mumbling away a bit. And then we got wind there from Ashburton, which made it even worse. Mm. All, all week we were mumbling at these bloody ugly Ashburton boys getting mm. stealing a bloody hut. We'll, we'll bloody show them. So the day we, we shifted out of the room, <laughs> The boys, uh, the boys. We waited for them to go through and clean the room after we finished and service it, and they've left. And it's two of the boys, I can't remember, it was Swampy and one other. I think it was me and Gaz, but it might have been Gaz. And I stayed, stayed watch point A, mainly because I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but they jumped over, and climbed in through the window of this cabin and short sheeted every bed in the house. <laughs> like, just after the cleaners had been in, jumped out the window, shot back to our cabin. So then we, we sat in tears, pissing ourselves laughing for the next four hours at these ugly ash bloody young, these young bastards coming stealing our heart. We'll show them, we'll show them. So they're all sitting there. Next one, about four hours later, this, this full drive turned up. We've been sitting pissing up on the step of our new hovel of a friggin' hut, <laughs> waiting for these, trying to see who kicked us out of our home. And they, they cruise in, we're like, yeah, here they go, bloody ash burden, bloody ash burden voice. And they pull up. And it was five dudes, and the youngest one would have been 75. (laughs) 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 We were full of regret in that story. We're like, oh no, these old men that are old enough to be a granddad, we've just ruined it. And all we could imagine was just the old boys tucking in at night at 7.30, trying to kick the sheets. And they would have been so stupid, they would have just slept in it and then sort of had the discussion at the table in the corner. <laughs> Bloody short beds in this cabin. How was your bed, Gary? Nah, mine was short too. Well, I'll have, I'll have a talk to Claire in the office. I'll have a talk to Claire. So, yeah, it's one of the funniest, one of the funniest oh, things man. ever done. Poor old buggers. But, yeah, that's... Um, that's Gazza, Gazza and Swamp. Uh, I think next week I've got another beauty from a white, another beauty white bay entail. I think it was the Great Fire of two thousand and nine. <laughs> oh man! So we'll touch on that there. But yeah, those Ash, those bloody Ashburton boys. Uh, Tales of Renang and delivering again. Uh, wait for <laughs> next week. Um, and so, and so we are going to have to move it to the end of the show because it's almost a, a downer to, to come and. Come to the uh, NRL re- preview after that. Yes, yeah, sweet. Right. Who's, who's up uh, Thursday night? Tonight? Uh, yeah, uh, about an hour away, so it's pointless for most people. But Sharks and the Cowboys. Sharks, uh, yeah, the, thanks to TAB for their support of this Warriors life. We'll be giving you the TAB odds for each game. Uh, Sharks, $1.51 favourites against the Cowboys. Jeez, then the Sharks need to win. Both of these teams need to win this. Both but these Sharks are under the pump. Yeah, they are. Jeez, the critics are all coming out of the woodwork now. Oh, man. It wasn't that long ago talking about Sharks as a bit of a dark horse, a bit of a smoky man. for the title, and, yeah, friendless now. Uh, they're tied with the Cowboys on 16 points and equal 11. And, yeah, it's, they've just been losing by the barest of margins. Playing poorly, but just losing by a couple of points, the Sharks. Besides Games, games that even when they were shit, they would win. Yeah, I think that's that's been a point that's come up on uh, NRL 360 a bit. They've always been that grinding team that loves games like that. They they would have won that game easily, or easily closed out the Warriors the other night. The Sharks mm. evolved, but um, just missing something. 
Sean Johnson's copying it. I think it's maybe a bit over the top, the criticism of him, given the way yeah. the rest of the team's playing. Yeah, no, no one's playing good in that team. He, he caught the poor, gee, it's, I don't know, is it because he's so bloody good looking, everyone wants to pick on him? Yeah, I, I can understand the criticism of not running. He's not running enough. I reckon he's nah. injured and a bit gun-shy. But he's, he's still set up two of their tries with a beautiful sleight of hand the other night. Um, yeah. You know, he's not... It's not as bad as it could be, but probably not what they were expecting. And yeah, there plenty of other guys in that team not pulling their weight. Um, no. Gallon's probably nowhere near his, his uh, peak level gallon. Um, and we're just taking a bit of um, yeah the muscle out of the Ford pack, and no way Graham hurts him. So yeah, no. tough old bun. I think what? the Sharks might win this one though. Yeah, I'm going. I'm go- what did you say the table hand of these at? Dollar fifty one. So it does make the Cowboys a pretty tempting proposition at around the two fifty mark. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm leaning towards Sharks as well. Yeah, just think down back down at Shark Park, all the criticism. Cowboys have lost three of their last four. So Sharks for me. Mm, um, next up, first up on Friday is. The Knights, dollar forty nine favourites against the Tigers. Now the yeah, the Knights under big pressure. We, we're right on their tail. They're they've plummeted to eighth, and they're only one point ahead of us. Um, I guess we'd like a Tigers win. The Tigers are only a point behind us, but yeah, that would be the result we'd be after a Tigers win. What do you reckon? Yeah, surely, surely one of the three hundred club boys can celebrate for win. Eh? Yeah, I'm yeah. going Tigers and Fair is three hundred. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll get on the Tigers as well. Neither of them are going very well, but Knights were awful on the weekend and only won one of the last five now. Um, yeah, Tigers for the upset. Sweet. Uh, second, on, second on Friday, South Sydney, $1.39 favourites against hosting the Dragons. Well, not so much hosting there at ANZ Stadium, but uh, uh, yeah, Dragons, they've been copping it too. Two of their last 11, I think, they've won. 14th position. Yeah, man, it's ugly, eh? It is really bad. They've got a good team. They've like, mm. they got a squad a lot better than some getting around. Yeah. Well, they've got that... four or well, three Origin players in their pack and James Graham. So, you know, when you're mm. on that sort of platform, uh, Ben Hunt's back after having a rest last week. Gareth Whittip's back after a long layoff. That might be the, the spark that they need, but I think it's probably a bit too late. Yeah. 14, yeah, four points outside the eight. They'd need to win all seven games to maybe sneak in, but yeah, I don't see them beating South. Nah, nah. Begrudgingly, I'd I'd like to I'd like the Dragons to get. I always liked you know that what's that charity shield game yeah, yeah, yeah. preseason. Yeah. I'm always backing the Dragons oh, yeah. to do South, okay. but but yeah, I think with them with the mind that you got to go South. They've got a. Few um, guys out still south, and I think Dane Gago might be out in late withdrawal this week. I still can't. I can't work out how they're in second. No, second place playing pretty boring footy. Yeah, Um, give him one so definitely. Yeah, but not premiership contention sort of stuff. No, no. Though Andrew John said the other day he thought they'd win it, which is big call. I just don't think their backline's got enough. on to the first game on Saturday. Nice five o'clock time slot for us. Eels versus Warriors from Bankwest Stadium. It is a nice time. That is a nice time. Yeah. 
Um, so the only change for us is a big one, Big Ken is back on the wing. We missed his uh, massive carries and yeah, it's going to be a huge inclusion. Still no fuss, but that back line looks a hell of a lot better with um, Ken Mamalo there. Ashford keeps a spot too, doesn't he? Yeah, so he's, he well him and Beal have switched positions. Ashford at centre this week and Beal on the wing. So it's like Adam Pompeo's made way. Um, otherwise unchanged, uh, unless um, Cody bows out, which brings Chanel into 5 8. Um, be interesting to see who comes um, onto the bench out of Adam Kieran, Satai, and Blingy Sow, or Pompey. But yeah, it would be interesting. Who would you, who would you want? So well, you I'd, yes, it might be a big ask to ask um, Isaac to play 80 minutes at hooker, but I don't know, I'd probably take a fourth forward. I reckon they might go with Kieran though and just do what they did with uh, Chanel last week. Yeah, oh, I'm a I'm a little bit gutted. Pompey doesn't get another sniff in front of Beal. Beal's had enough yeah. chances. Yeah, uh, and he's offering almost nothing. Uh, well, just to you know. Oh, I think play. he's offering as much as Pompey would offer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Him, just to yeah. give a fresh someone uh, someone else a go. Yeah, or you know, even a head of Ashford, give keep Beal at centre and Pompey. On the wing, um, uh, probably probably a bit more uh, strike power with Pompey, I would think. Looking at him, mm. um, yeah, yeah. The Eels, a few changes for the Eels, and the big one for them, Wanga Blake making his club debut. He, man, he's really terrorised us for the Panthers a few times. That's so. But this is a, this is a signing that completely slipped past me without me even knowing it happened. Yeah, I think it. Was, because it because he didn't play because he was injured it was uh, yeah it must be right yeah. but um, but yeah a few other ones Oregon Kalfusi and Daniel Alvaro coming on to the bench uh, Sean Lane is out that's a it's a big he's been good this yeah. year that Kalfusi though I like that Oregon Kalfusi yeah 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 he's a handy player too. Um, yeah, they've got a pretty decent looking lineup. The Eels, Gutherson, young Dylan Brown back there with with uh, Mitchell Moses and Brad Takarangi's dynamic type player. Junior Paulo up front, Manu Mau, Nathan Brown. So a few weapons there that Warriors always. They were a mess. They were a mess last weekend though. Yeah, um, hopefully that's the sort of Parramatta that turns up. They'd won their previous three <laughs> to get on a bit of a roll, but yeah, it didn't look good at all against Manly. No, they could have easily got beaten by sixty last week. Yeah. And they're dollar fifty-seven favourites. I'll definitely be having a piece of the, oh, I'm on the Warriors two forty, two forty in the on the Warriors best value of the weekend. I think they're a real good chance of um, of getting this win too. That just that the mentality of their um, their away streak, not mm. going uh, unbeaten in their last six away. I think that might just be the uh, decisive factor. As good as the Eels have been in general at Bankwest. Yeah, no, I um, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Um, um, a lot more experience in the those that, those spine positions, and I think that's also another key one. As good as those guys can be, Moses, Reed Mahoney, Gutherson, I think if our guys turn up like they did last week, you know, our our uh, big names. Yeah, I think that um, Dylan is it Dylan Brown and yeah. Mahoney Mahoney. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think they've realised that they've got to play like that every week and it's becoming quite tough. They haven't yeah. been the spark like they were early season. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah but hopefully we won't if we get drawn into a an, into a points fest with them it might be tough for the Warriors but if we can just Ooh. stick to our you know stick to what's been working play solid good completions take some opportunities try a bit with the ball not be too silly but um, yeah. yeah when you when you hear that Maroney's name do you think straight to Police Academy yeah yeah always yeah yeah, yeah I wish you'd s- grow a curly, dark, sort of semi mullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. I was thinking exactly the same thing. Although I think they say Marnie. Yeah, they context. say it funny, but yeah. we can it's see what own. it is. Yeah. We're not stupid. Yeah, they're reading it wrong. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, yeah. The Warriors. I'm, I'm again. This is three weeks in a row. I'm confident the Warriors are a better team than the Paramount Eels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just looking at the matchups. As long as no one drops their bundle completely in the Warriors and everyone works hard, I think they've um, yeah. Ferguson still out. Yep, that, yep. So that's a huge one. That's too big, and Lane is massive yeah, out. Yeah, he, he's been solid. Yeah, so yeah, it's looking good. Bloody good. Who's 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 next on Saturday? Because um, this is the game that I'll watch instead yeah. of watching the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah, man. I won't be tuning into that. Oh, Bowden Barrett's a fullback. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Titans and Broncos. The South East Queensland derby. Uh, the Titans, $2.75 outsiders. Um, so this is how much I dislike rugby. I'll actually, I'd way rather watch the <laughs> Titans play the Broncos, two of the most disgusting teams getting around. The, the All Blacks against the box. Um, well, there's a fair bit to cheer for the Titans for here with the Broncos um, Broncos sort of in and around us, tied well, tied with us on 17 points. A Titans win here. Titans are well out of contention. Titans upset here would be very, very handy for the Warriors. So, so more Good than point. more than enough reasons to uh, to watch Good this Good point. Uh, they, they played awesome for 30 minutes last week. Yeah, no, it was a very understrength storm side, but they, they turned up and showed something. Um, but they've got their ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, Matt Gillette in for the Broncos, which is obviously big in for them. Thomas Flegler out. We should sign him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, so, yeah. just saying. Yeah, uh, he's, like, he's clearly unhappy there. He's been dropped. <laughs> uh, the... Interesting one here. There's a couple of uh, good inclusions for them. Tyron Peach is back. Not that he's had a good season, but uh, Callum Watkins, the the uh, English centre, he's playing his first game for the Titans. Oh, a controversial signing too, isn't he? Mm, yeah. One the coach never wanted, apparently. Yeah. Or pr- old coach. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm actually going to put the money on the Titans. Two seventy five is too juicy for a team that's uh, as yeah. as erratic as the Broncos have been. I know it's it could be a waste of five bucks, but I'm keen. Yeah, yeah, keen. Um, are you going to follow my? Are you going to yeah, follow my yeah. lead? I'll go for the Titans here too. Good um, on you. It's this multi's looking you. very very juicy this week. Um, I'll probably be out a lot quicker than this. <laughs> <laughs> be out about quarter past eleven tonight. <laughs> um, Storm versus Manly is the closer on Saturday. Storm dollar oh, thirty six sh- favourites. Jeez, that's tempting on Manly as well, around three bucks. But Storm, 
too good to tip against at the moment. Oh, do you reckon? Wow. Oh, no. Manly, that was good. It's, what a yeah. shame it's this time slot. This is the worst yeah, time slot yeah. today. It's 9.30, yeah. It's a light one. Um, <laughs> it's Saturday yeah. night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but if we can um, heroically stay up for it, this would be a good one. Manly in great form. Jeez, I'm starting to really like them. And oh, I know. If, yeah, if the Warriors happen to miss the finals, I wouldn't mind seeing these guys go on a bit of a run through September. Um, Couldn't agree more. Yeah, Couldn't agree more. They, that was an awesome game to watch. That, yeah. like Ru- one of two games I watched last weekend, and I'm stoked I caught this one. Ruben Garrick um, scoring tries like they're going out of fashion. What a rookie, rookie pick! Uh, rookie pick up he's been. Yeah. And yeah the what do you reckon? Course. How do you reckon he got that scar? That's a whopper, eh? Hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting for someone to broach the subject, but it hasn't happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, the Storm is still good. That Jerome Hughes at the Storm. God, he's going to be awesome in yeah. this nines thing if yeah. he plays at the end of the year. Yeah, geez, he's awesome. And that Brian Ryan Pappenhausen off the bench is working wonders for them. What a bench! Brandon Smith, Christian Welsh, Ryan Pappenhausen, Joe Simpson. Killed it's to have unreal, well, Killed to have three of those guys. Um, Unreal. Yeah, now you've stated that. Yeah, I think the Storm is still too good, eh? They're bringing back, they took the gamble and rested um, five of their Origin players. They're all back this week. Um, Vinavalu out suspended, but which means Sandor Oriel gets another run. Um, yeah. Uh, my head definitely sees Storm here, but I'll be, uh, be backing Manly. Wouldn't quite put them in my multi, but. So you're going Storm Multi. Mm. I, I reckon that, um, that he's probably the only disappointing player in that team this year. He hasn't been yeah, doing a hell of a lot. He's gone off the boil a bit. He's a quite an angry customer too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who are you tipping? Oh, so, what's that, sorry? Who are you tipping? Oh, I've had to go Storm. Yeah. I want Manly, but for, if it means my kids eat next week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sunday kicks off with a bit of a blood driven game. Bulldogs five dollars twenty five outsiders against the Roosters. Man, you don't, it's been a while since I've seen a team coming in over fives. Um, yeah, Roosters starting to warm up towards September. Big win over the Knights last week. Bulldogs still trying hard, but yeah, end up uh, losing to Brisbane by a few. Yeah, yeah, they just don't have the team. They mm. don't have the team. I don't think they're going to get hammered, and I would consider taking the Bulldogs with a start here. I think they're getting about 15 or 16 point start. Are they? Yeah. Um, yeah that's not bad. Should that go in? I like that. Should we go that in our multi? Yeah. Get a, Bulldogs a nice start. Doll 90 in there. Um, but yeah, looking at the lineups, not too much to get excited about for the Bulldogs, but they've got a lot of guys in there that have been plugging away every week and they're capable of keeping it close. Whatever happened to that Jamal Idris lookalike dude? Uh, he had a bit of an injury. He's sort of started to lose a bit of form. Had a bit of an injury and I'm thinking he might be working his way back through uh, okay. reserve grabber with Dallin there now and Nick Meany, who's, who's very good on... Um, chucked out on the wing there's not really a spot for him Remus am Smith. I right in saying that the, their reserve grade team's winning 
to New South Wales. Yeah, uh, they're the defending champs, and they're um, yeah winning the. I've always found that odd when a, a team yeah. struggling in the NRL is carving up in reserve grade. Yeah, it's baffling. But I guess it says that they probably just need those three or four A list players, mm. and then they can they can stack a team of workers around them. But they just they're sort of lacking semi and more so than the Warriors. But they're just lacking spark. Yeah, and with, yeah, four foreigns out at the moment, um, which. I'm surprised if they've dropped and that Brandon Wakeham, he's looked quite good um, in the halves there, but Lachlan Lewis is back. He, has, he hasn't quite kicked on after after a boom no. rookie year. Um, but yeah, I think, well, Roosters will win this, but yeah, happy to take the Bulldogs with the start here. Bulldogs will start, yeah, that's what it, we've locked in. And, um, and who, who we, oh, who is it? Match of the round. It's, is this is a it, shield yeah, challenge? It is. And probably the best chance of the shield changing hands so far, Penrith versus Canberra. Oh, nice! It's a beauty. So the TWL nice. shield on. goes on the line, modelled on the Ramfurly shield. Could see it change hands for the first time. Yeah, they've held it. They took it off the air. Um, we've got to put the money on Canberra. It's got to go Canberra yeah. here, doesn't so, it? So Penrith, the slight is at two dollars oh five. So still really good. Uh, Coin for man for Canberra and dollar eighty for them. Um, their home and hose as far as the finals go, twenty four points um, yeah. in fourth. Penrith would we could really yeah do with them losing a game. They've won seven. Is it seven straight now? Seven straight. It's against, it's against no one's nobody's though, isn't it? Yeah, they've done a Warriors through the Origin period, even though they had a couple yeah. themselves. But man, they've really cut a path through. And they did beat the Roosters in the. And the uh, Rabbitohs, um, but while they I guess, burdened by origin and few injuries, but, yeah, yeah. man. No, come on, the Raiders. Yeah, it'd be great if the Raiders could get up here and if the Warriors win, would only be a point behind them. Would If the Warriors won this week, just a hypothetical, if the Knights lose to the Tigers, which we've tipped, we'll leapfrog them into eighth and the Warriors yeah. win. And then we'd only be a point behind the Eels, obviously, if we beat them. And Panthers losing to the Raiders would only be a point behind them. Then it starts yeah. getting real exciting. Yeah, we need to win this Eels game. I was looking at this. could be a, We could be five points behind the Eels after this weekend if they win. Yeah. Or, or within one. It's a four-point swing. And, yeah, it's, it's real important, this game. Yeah. But, big, yeah, big round. these come through. That brings a lot of players right back. And all of a sudden, that one point from a draw could be one of the yeah, best things. it's a nice little tiebreaker, obviously. It'd be better mm. if we're one point further in front than where we are now, but it is, there's something psychological about it. It's good. Oh, oh yeah, it is a full psychological mm. thing, because our four and against won't get us very far at the moment, because we're only eking out these wins. Yeah. Yeah, we're still minus 34, which isn't too bad. Panthers is worse, but most, all the other teams ahead of us They're are significantly the better. Um, Sharks is, is near enough to zero and the other teams below us are worse off but yeah we're not going to we're not going to win any tiebreakers on for and against so, oh, yeah. I reckon it's a good looking multi we've compiled there yeah so it's definitely a juicy one um, return wise so yeah better get yeah. in there before this game kicks off oh yeah true we need to sew it up yeah. you got any stats this week son? nah nah <laughs> <laughs> Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, next week I'll I'll drum up the beauty, but it's just too hard this week. Um, it was, I think it was impressive enough that we 
pulled ourselves off the canvas to do do the podcast at all. Took us till Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Might get two or three listeners. So thanks for tuning in. Um, that about wraps it up. Thanks for joining me, Brad. No, yeah. decent, Will. Appreciate enjoy, it. Enjoy the weekend. You too.